Hi, I'm Phil Newman and welcome to the Impact Online podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey everyone, it's great to have you here today. And I really believe that we've got a word on my heart for you, no matter what you're facing, no matter what decisions you are having to make, no matter what responsibilities are being asked of you. I wanna tell you that God has a plan for you. God has grace for you. And this word that I've got today, I really believe is a word, not just for a Sunday, but it's a word for a Monday. Today, I wanna speak about peace versus understanding. Let's read it together. Do not be anxious about anything. This is one of those, uh, it's easier said than done verses. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, that's a pretty challenging thought even of itself. Every situation God wants to be involved with, God has a plan for and God has grace for. In every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Verse seven, and the peace, everyone say peace and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Everyone say understanding. The peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, This verse is such a uh, powerful verse. It shows a great principle that in every situation, relational, uh, in your career, in your health, in your church, in your friendships, with your neighbours in, in the political space, whatever space we're talking about, don't be anxious in that situation. But the answer to that, that anxiety is that peace, which surpasses understanding, would protect your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Today I wanna to speak about what are you growing? Peace or understanding? Are you growing peace or are you growing understanding. Now understanding uh, it literally means in this passage, it means things like the mind, feeling, judgment, determination, intellect, reason, the soul, all these sorts of things. Peace speaks of harmony, security, safety, prosperity, and tranquility. So we've got an option. We've got two options here, peace or understanding. Now this does not say, this scripture does not say that understanding is bad. I'm a big believer in process, in strategy, in uh, making educated decisions. I believe in education, believe in using our gray matter to make good choices, to work hard. Understanding is important and understanding is needed, but there will come points in your life, maybe you're facing one today, where you have to make a decision, am I in this moment, As good as understanding is, as great as peace is, am I going to prioritise seeking understanding or am I going to prioritise seeking peace? It's sort of those fork in the road moments where you've got to start, am I going to investigate more so that I get understanding or am I going to do what's needed to get peace in my heart? Now, I've got a beautiful wife, Tam, you know her, I love her. We've been married a a long time now. And believe it or not, there are days, there are many, 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 many great days. But there are some days where we have bad days and we will have disagreements, have arguments, even have fights. And I'll say that there are moments where we get to those points where there is sometimes even very deep, conflict. Now, in these moments of conflict, 
I think that I'm right. In these moments of conflict, I think that my hurt is the legitimate hurt, that my perspective is the right perspective, that my way to fix this is the best way to fix this, that what I'm bringing to the conflict is the gold, it's the prize, it's, it's the one that should be answered to, it's the, my perspective is the right one and the thing is, she has a perspective and she thinks that her hurt is the legitimate hurt, that her perspective is the right perspective, that her solution is the right solution. And isn't that what conflict is? Two people with different perspectives, different hurt, different pain, different solutions, trying to figure out a way forward. And there comes a point in moments of conflict where you reach that fork in the road that we're speaking about today. And do I now seek understanding or do I seek peace? And I want to tell you that I would suggest that you and I have been in conflicts that have lasted longer than they needed to because we kept in that argument, in that conflict, in that confusion, because we kept seeking and pursuing understanding, thinking that that would guard our hearts rather than making the choice to seek peace. I would suggest that peace, according to the scripture, is what we should seek, is what we should pursue. Understanding is great. Understanding is awesome. We should equip ourselves with understanding. We should be people who have education, have intellect, use our brains, have strategy, go on proper process. But when it comes to those conflict points, when it comes to those decision points, when it comes to those fork in the road moments for a career, for a relationship, for a ministry, there will always be times where we have to prioritize peace over understanding. Today, I want to say to you that God doesn't promise understanding, but God always promises peace. Matthew 5, 9 says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Not blessed are the people who understand everything, for they, it says blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed, blessed are the people who prioritize peace, for they'll be called children of God. Now, this year as a church, we've called it the year of seed. And we've spoken about generosity, spoken about what it is to be a sower, spoken about the great call that God has for us, the great harvest He has for us, and that He wouldn't give us a harvest to grow without first giving us the seed to sow, and that we're believing for miraculous provision of seed. And I'm hearing incredible stories from you about our, uh, the miraculous supply of God's miracle seed. We are seeing miracles. We're in a flow of the miraculous, and we are in a year of seed. Now, in your life, in your career, your relationships, and let's get micro for a moment, in moments of conflict or confusion, you've got a choice about what are you going to grow? What are you going to sow? When you get to a cross, uh, a fork in the road, a, 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 a moment of decision that you have to make, will you sow for understanding? Or will you sow for peace? There are some of you today, you need a miracle. You are in a big, I don't know uh, moment in life. An I don't know with your family or an I don't know with your money or an I don't know with your health or an I don't know with your future. 
And I want to say to you that God, that, that, that the seeking an answer to that question so that you know might not be the promise that God has for you. Maybe God wants you to live a miraculous life where you are trusting Him and knowing that He knows and I don't have to know and I might feel confused and I might not understand how it's going to work out. I might understand the timing of it. I might not understand the method of it. I don't know, God. I don't understand, but I'm not going to pursue and be occupied and obsessed with understanding, I today, God, understand that I need to be obsessed and pursue peace above understanding. Your word says that let peace that surpasses understanding. Understanding's not bad, God. I would love it, God, but I prize peace above it in Jesus' name. And so today I want to speak about three seeds that you can sow that will grow peace in your life over understanding. Number one, the seed of generosity. Understanding by its nature needs to make sense. Understanding by its nature demands reason, demands balance, demands things to make sense. We make our, if we're seeking understanding, we make our list of pros and cons. We weigh up things. We do our cost-benefit analysis. We try to figure things out. But generosity flows from promise, not from strategy. Now, in Matthew 5, we read this. You have heard Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone asks to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your father in heaven. All of this conflict, all of this breakdown, all of these forks in the road when it comes to relationships, when it comes to finance, when it comes to relating to people and relating to God, all of these forks in the road moments, Jesus teaches don't respond with understanding. It doesn't make sense to get slapped in the other cheek. It doesn't make sense to give your coat as well. It doesn't make sense to go an extra mile with someone. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have understanding. But Jesus says, so generosity, respond generously, get into a flow where the love and the grace and the provision and the supply of God can flow through your life. Friends, uh, moments of fork in the road can make you try to withhold because you need to understand whereas, mo whereas growing peace requires us to be people who sow generous, generously and so with a spirit of generosity, believing for great things to grow. Conflict and anxiety are solved by sowing generosity. Blessing opens the flow that anxiety threatens to choke. Blessing opens the flow that anxiety threatens to choke. So number one, in your life, if you're sowing generosity, you will be growing peace. And it's okay to say, I don't know. This response doesn't make sense, but I'm going to respond with generosity in Jesus' name. Number two, the second thing that will sow, that you can sow that will grow peace is the seed of forgiveness. Uh, Ephesians 4 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, 
brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God for just as in Christ God forgave you. Forgiveness is freedom. We have freedom because Jesus forgave us. Forgiveness is an incredibly powerful tool that will free you, it will free others, and it will free those around you. If someone hurts you, I wanna say that hurt is probably legitimate. If I said to you, who's hurt you the most? You'd be able to rattle off someone quite easily, I reckon. And the thing is, when it comes to pain, we understand it. We know why we've been hurt. We know the pain that we've been hurt with. We know the burden that we carry. And that's why forgiveness is such a powerful seed to sow because it says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live in freedom, not live bound up by pain and offense. F forgiveness frees us. Forgiveness then also frees the other person. It says, you don't, you're not obliged to me anymore. You don't have to fix it up with me anymore. I am free. I've been forgiven by God, and so I can flow in forgiveness towards you. But it also frees those around us, your family and friendships and relationships and your church, your the spirit that you carry. If you carry unforgiveness, if you have unforgiveness and hardness in your heart, like it or not, it affects people around you. Like it or not, it ends up being put on other people. But when it comes to freedom, when we forgive others and we sow with freedom, even if it doesn't make sense, but when we sow forgiveness, we free us, we free them, and we free those around us. The third seed, that will grow peace over understanding. Seeds of generosity, seeds of forgiveness, and lastly, seeds of promise seeds of promise. Daniel 10, 19 said, and he said, O man greatly loved, fear not, peace, we, peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak for you have strengthened me. Uh, let fear not, but peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. You know, when it comes to peace or understanding, Understanding struggles to have faith for the future. Understanding struggles to have faith for the future. Understanding by its nature needs to understand it, needs to know how we're gonna pay for it, how's it gonna happen, when's it gonna happen, who's it gonna happen with, and it needs to have it all mapped out. And God is so big that we don't know how it is all gonna work out. Yet that's why we come back to let peace be the guide of your heart. Let peace guard your heart in Christ Jesus. Peace doesn't demand to understand. Peace is excited for the future, trusting and knowing that God has it in control. God has the money. God has the people. God has the energy. God has the plan. God will work it out. God is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. God knows the harvest. And so as we sow with promise, sow the seeds of promise, we're not with understanding, but we sow with the seeds of promise, we will grow the great harvest that He has for us. You know, this year we're calling it the year of seed and one of the things we've done is given out our seed declarations, 10 declarations that everyone in our church has to declare the promise of God. And they speak about relationships, they speak about your prosperity, they speak about your blessing, they speak about the plan God has for you, they speak about your relationships, and they are speaking about the promise of God. How will it work? I don't know. 
How is it going to be paid for? I don't know. Uh, how is it going to work out and when will it work out? I don't know. But what I do know is that those seeds of promise will work out because God cares for you. Friends, in your life right now, if you are needing a miracle, if you're needing a breakthrough, if you're needing a shift, you have, to, you have a choice to make. We read earlier that we uh, can either pursue understanding or we can pursue peace. Understanding is great. Understanding is awesome. But let peace surpass it in Jesus' name. My prayer for our church is that we would be people who pursue peace and understand the power of trusting God, the power of seeing God do something incredible in our lives. The seeds of generosity will grow peace, the seeds of forgiveness will grow peace, and the seeds of promise will grow peace. Let me pray for you. Lord, I just pray for everyone today. I pray that there will be incredible outpouring of peace in their hearts as they sow generously, as they sow with forgiveness, as they sow with the promise of God, I pray that there will be a great blessing and sense of peace in Jesus' name. Amen. If you don't know Jesus, Jesus is the only one who can offer you peace. Jesus is the only one who it, it doesn't make sense to be given, forgiven of your sin, forgiven of your shame, forgiven of your guilt, forgiven of your mess, but in Jesus, He can give you peace. Lord, I pray for those who need to get their hearts and lives right with Jesus for the first time or again. And I pray, Lord God, that you would that their hearts would be open and that you would fill their hearts with love, joy and peace and forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts and videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.